A successful relationship means that we are on the same team, but it doesn't always mean that we're on the same page. How do we handle it when we disagree or step on a nerve or accidentally hurt each other or otherwise just find ourselves in opposition? Welcome to the weekly podcast for people craving richer relationships, fulfilling community, healthier masculinity, and permission to create. Who wouldn't want those four things in their lives? Community, relationship, healthier men, and by extension, healthier women, and permission to create. Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine. Yeah. So we're here for you. We're here for you, those of you who who want those things and who want to spread them around the world and make everything a little bit better, a little bit easier, moving the needle on truth and beauty. Yes. What we're talking about this week is? We want to know what it's like for you when your beloved gets angry. And what about when it's over something you did? Ooh. Ow. Uh, do you panic? Do you get defensive? Do you throw blame? Do you crumble? Do you flee? How can we handle these inevitable moments in our close relationships in a way that actually deepens our connection and reduces the stress and trauma of a fight? On this week's podcast, Kelly and I are going to share results and answers to some of those questions from the laboratory that is our marriage. And if you're imagining right now, like that we have one of those crackly balls that make your hair stand on end. Yes, we have one of those in the lab. If you're imagine, imagining like fuming beakers and retorts and Bunsen burners, yes, oh, all, yes. Of, all of those exist in the laboratory that is our marriage. And we believe that we've got some, some techniques that can work for everybody in creating a little less stress and a little more closeness, that richer relationship that mm-hmm. we talk about. So keep listening. All right, the tape is rolling. Check. Caffeine is at optimal levels. Uh, I can't tell if I'm a quart low or if I've overshot, but we'll do it. We'll do what we can. This is we do a weekly podcast, and it just it doesn't matter whether the caffeine is right. We do our best to get it, and mm-hmm. hopefully the results uh, are okay for you, the audience. Yes. Uh, and the cats are secure. Check. The microphones are hot. Check. We are go, go for, for launch. So welcome everybody to the Rocket Feather Podcast. This week, we're talking about relationship, and it can see, you know we've we've really been in some heavy weighty national and international topics lately. We we're talking about white supremacy and how to get into it and how mm-hmm. to get out of it. We've been talking about uh, pandemics and and the effects on the on the body, and we've been working with. Rowdy Duncan on last week's episode about the big story of whether or not we as a culture are going to uh, create a new story or recreate the old story about being in harmony with the earth given this given this bump, given this kind mm-hmm. of timeout that COVID has given us. But today, I don't want to say but, and today we're going to yes. focus in on the really personal aspects of of that are being kind of heightened for us and mm-hmm. we know for other people uh, around being in quarantine, around the stress, the economic stress, the physical stress, 
of the COVID pandemic and the resulting economic oh, falderall, whoop-de-doo. Yeah, we're we coming back inside the house. Yeah, we're coming back inside the house, exactly. Yeah. Um, I am definitely not as good a partner as I'd like to be during the pandemic. And part of it is just we all of our time is pretty much spent together. Um, my community has shrunk a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not getting outside and out as much. Part of it is definitely the financial stress. I'm going to lose my, or my, I'm not going to lose my part-time job. My part-time job is coming to an end in a month and I'm working really hard thinking about, okay, how can I work my butt off to replace that income and keep us in uh, cat kibble and avocados You're right. <laughs> for the, for the foreseeable. Uh, so that, that stresses me out for sure. Um, and I'm worried, you know, I'm worried, I'm worried about all of this. I don't want to get sick. Mm-mm. And I know Kelly doesn't want me to get sick. (laughs) She doesn't want to have to take care of a sad coughing man. So the stress (laughs) is definitely higher. So my, my triggers are definitely closer to the surface. And Kelly and I have squabbled, had tenser relationships than we've ever had before. More, kind of more frequently. More frequent. yeah. 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 And I don't, I don't like it. Um, but we have to, we're working on our toolkit. We're working on our toolkit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just so you know, uh, there's a few blog posts out there on, on rocketfeather.com about, you know, building a great relationship. And some of the tips that we've put out there are about having, having shared values, elucidating, digging up, being really clear about shared relationship values. And we've talked about how ours are, you know, honesty slash vulnerability, uh, beauty, giving, and enrichment and we're just continuing to try and build habits that support those shared values like enrichment night where we actually go through our finances and make sure we're doing everything right and make sure we're allocating Mm -hmm. uh, the giveaway actually allocating political and 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 charitable donations as part of the giving stuff yeah and just that we're on the same page you know that nobody's yeah Nobody, no one person is in charge of all the decisions and nobody's getting surprised. And right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People fight about, you know, relationships get tense around finances and ours, Mm -hmm. ours, even, even despite, you know, enrichment night and kind of paying attention stuff, there was something that cropped up, uh, just like four days ago that was really hard to work through. But we also talk in those blog posts about having a worthy, project or, or Simon Sinek would call it a just cause when he's talking about corporations. You know, one of the ways to be a great corporation is to have a just cause beyond just quarterly earnings. Right. And our relationship is built around, uh, this podcast, but the podcast is just a medium for creating more truth and beauty in the world. That's Mm -hmm. it's those values that we have in our relationship are values that we are working to actively promote in the community at large. So we've got things going for us. We've got this just cause we've got these shared values, but there are still triggers. There are sure we're humans and (laughs) humans have triggers and issues and all of that. So, and you're going to, you're going to talk later about just like the, the staying power or maybe I'm, I'm talking about the the, the staying power of, of triggers and issues. Yeah. But yeah. So how do we, because of COVID, we have to dig in even deeper. So it's like, even though we've got these, these values and the just cause in place, it's like, okay, 
we got to actually kind of go back to even square one of staying on the staying on the same page. And that's, right. Yeah. And this was kind of your terminology that I'm really excited that we get to yeah, talk about. Well, yeah. I mean, we don't have to. You can stay in the shit and be miserable. <laughs> it's that's always an option. But if you want to do something different, it's you know, it's an opportunity. You can sit there in that wet ditch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like so many people do. You know, spend 50 years in the wet ditch. But yeah, thank you. Thank you for validating our audience in place. You're oh, my like, gosh. You, can, you, you don't can have just, to do a you damn can just thing. Keep, you can just keep having a slightly miserable or very miserable yeah. relationship. Yeah. yeah. Or you can do something I like different. The, the, the slogan for the spirit room in Jerome is suffering is optional. Yeah. 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 But we just wanted to talk about how a successful relationship means that we are on the same team, but it doesn't always mean that we're on the same page. How do we handle it when we disagree or step on a nerve or accidentally hurt each other or otherwise just find ourselves in opposition in relationship? Yeah, that's and I even before you kind of go on, how do we do that? Because those are really important questions. It's like I think that the that thing about being on the same team is really important. And it's not like you. I know that you, Kelly, you actively work on that in our relationship. Mm -hmm. You are talking about that. All the time. I have to because I'm an only child and it's it's a novel thing for me to be on a team. Yeah. 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 And I'm, you know, I'm not an only child, but I'm, you know, I'm a selfish mother. Yeah. Blucker. Um, <laughs> you know, just like everybody else. It's like I, I would much prefer most of the time to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea of being on the same team, it's. It's inspirational and aspirational at the same time. At the same time, it's yeah. like it, it feels lovely to think about being on the same team. It feels lovely. It meets my needs for belonging mm-hmm. and purpose and connection. The idea, and... yeah, the idea of being on a team, um, and it's just like a constant work in progress. And I remember, I never remember who was the interviewee. Uh, anyway, so I was listening to somebody talking about relationships and explaining to Terry Gross or whoever it was. It's like there was a day where it might have even been Connie Schultz, who's uh, married to the senator from Ohio. Oh, yeah. But talking about how Sherrod Sherrod Brown, Sherrod Brown, um, that there was a day that he wanted to stay in and work on his book. She wanted to just work in the garden, but the relationship wanted to go for a walk together. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, right. There's all these things that I want to do. It's me and you and us. Right, right, right. There's three things. There's three entities Mm -hmm. uh, in this relationship. Yeah. And so being on that, actively remembering that, okay, like I want to take a nap or I want to, you know, work on the strategic plan or I want to just watch television and Kelly wants to work in the art studio or go dig holes in the yard. Mm-hmm. Literally, I'm not kidding. Um, it's my hobby. Yeah, but what is the what is the relationship want? Right. Yeah. So that's what that's what being on the same team is all about. And I guess you have. To, I guess we all have to commit to that as kind of like the first step, right? Because otherwise, all all the rest of this stuff that we're going to talk about it kind of flies apart. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. So, oh, you know, kind of, are you willing? I know that you are, Kelly. I know that that I have to be reminded of it. And then, you know, in the audience, you know, are you willing to conceive of your relationship 
your loving relationship and even, you know, your, your parenting relationship, friendships. your friendships, you yeah. know, even, even that it's like, okay, I want to do this. My friend wants to do that, but our friendship needs mm-hmm. you know, X. My kid, the, the, the parent child relationship needs, right. You know, Y. So yeah. Are you willing to be on the same team? And if you are, as you were saying, how do we handle it when we, when we disagree, accidentally hurt each other or find each other at, at loggerheads? Yeah. And you've got, you've got four, you got four things that you think about when we're. Well, you know, we debriefed our situation the other day and, and I think these are, you know, these are things that I've learned along the way from other places. Let's let's go ahead and, and just like tell that story. I'll, you know, a little bit about what happened. Like you just to put it in context, it's like you wanted to buy some stuff for your mom and stepdad because they've been so generous to us yeah. and you had thought about it for a while and right. I hadn't been, I hadn't been privy to that, to yeah. that planning. And I sprung thinking. it on you right when I was about to walk out the door to go to Costco. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You wanted to buy them a couple of tablets and they totally deserve that. Like they yeah. totally deserve some connectivity. They're quarantined as well. Right. You know, they are definitely old enough to be, to be at risk, mm-hmm. uh, from COVID. And yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of stewing in my own concern about money that I'm also not, I'm not sharing with you. Right. Yeah. We so that you know that, that we're, yeah. Um, and it is currently the season of all of the birthdays of our nieces and nephew. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't, done anything there that, you know, and that's got, there's a long history of that being a challenge. Right. So there's all these, there's all this, there's all this history. There's all this giving and receiving stuff that we both have. Yep. Yep. Giving and receiving the the challenges that we have around, Mm -hmm. around giving and receiving. So yeah, all that's just beneath the surface. What's, what's on the surface is, uh, you wanting to buy uh, a couple of gifts for your mom and stepdad, and we do have the money for it. Mm-hmm. And you are heading out to Costco, so hey, Charles, yeah, <laughs> this I, is what I, I'm doing. Yeah, I spring it on you, and then and then you said something about the the birthdays of yep. the nieces and nephew, and then I just made kind of a flip comment about I guess we'll have to draw them a picture because you know it's yeah. like we don't have a ton of money to spare right now. And, you know, in my mind, it was just like, we're going to have to come up with some kind of a, a, a a gift that isn't a money gift. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to have to be a, a from us gift, a creative gift, which, you know, and I, but I said it in a real flip way that landed really wrong. Yeah, it landed on a spiky patch. A horrible nerve. Yeah, yeah, a really raw nerve. Yeah, yeah, and that nerve goes all the way back to me making up, not entirely making up, participating in the my role in the family as being the 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 f up, mm-hmm. the the black sheep, the the you know late, you know never enough presence, like all of mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, not as successful as my sister and brother-in-law financially and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, mm-hmm. it landed on a, on a spiky patch and I got, you got real mad. mad. I got mad, but you not, but, and you didn't flee. No, I didn't even want to flee this time, which was progress for me is not last time we had a dust up. I wanted to flee and I didn't. Yeah. 
Um, but this time I didn't even want to flee. I was able to stand there and be with you. I wasn't able to not react inside myself. Like Mm -hmm. I got caught up in my own reaction because I don't deal well with people being mad at me. Yeah. I hate, I don't like it. Right. There's the other spiky bed that, that my reaction landed on. I don't know about spiky because some people will come back swinging yeah. And that's not me. I don't come back swinging, but I, I feel hurt and scared. Yeah. And shame? Um, maybe. I'm sure there's a little sprinkling of shame in there, too. But yeah. definitely hurt and scared. And, uh, you know, feeling misunderstood. Yeah. For sure. You had made something that you thought was, you, you made a remark that you thought was light. Yeah, and it it wasn't received and that, that would, way. And it would kind of solve things. It's like, well, you know, like you sort of proposed mm. a solution. Yeah, maybe so. It wasn't a very yeah, um, and uh, yeah, and it and it did not. No, <laughs> it did not. You did not get the reaction Mm-mm. that you were hoping no. for. Yeah, yeah, but you stuck in there. Um, we talked. I stuck it in there. We talked it through, and and part of that involved kind of unbearing, you know. Um, what do we do with an iceberg? We don't unbury it, but you know, kind of diving down yeah, through, through what's some underneath. of the, yeah, through yeah. some of the layers of, of what was, what was poking up on the surface and what was buried. And you went off to Costco after a little bit of a delay. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm guessing you weren't feeling great when you went out the door, but well, it's a little wobbly, but yeah. Yeah. But you didn't, uh, you didn't, you didn't pack up the minivan and leave forever. No, no, it wasn't. I didn't, I left feeling like we were okay. Oh, great. Great. I was a little shaken from just the adrenaline rush, but I was, I didn't feel like we were, you know, in trouble or anything when I left. And then when I came back, you greeted me with an apology that felt sincere and that let a lot of the, any, any residual, yuck I had kind of melted yeah. away because I felt heard and seen and cared about. Yeah. Good, good, great. And a quick sidebar, you know, we're, we're like right. 15 minutes into a two part episode with Brené Brown and, and Harriet Lerner about apologies. And we, we started listening. It's, it, I can't, I can't get through more than like five minutes of them before I'm like, hit pause, Kelly, we got to talk about this. Yeah. And the importance of importance of apologies coming from the right place, which is something that I blogged about even before we heard this episode. And, you know, I, I have some issues around the idea of an apology of apology really what it's like the apology is just part of the rebuild and reconnect of the Mm -hmm. relationship for me and it's like what i talked about on my blog is like when we when we apologize out of a place of like let me get out of this right i'm you know i'm i'm the one that owes the apology okay let me do this as quickly as possible so i can just get out of being in the doghouse right that doesn't 
rebuild and repair Mm-mm. and reconnect. That's just that because that's just and about can me. Smell it. Yeah. That's people just about me. It. That's about my discomfort. It has nothing to do with me standing next to you, standing with you and your mm-hmm. own pain that I caused right. intentionally or not. I don't want to stand there. I want to forget that stuff as quickly as possible. Yeah. And Move write on. and write that off as like, yeah, that was just a blip. That's not really what Charles is like. Right. And a full on reconnect uh, reestablish, rebuild apologies. Like, no, I gotta go. I gotta go and stand there. I gotta go and relive <laughs> the effect of my behavior on you, and deal. You know, ignore, deal with, breathe through whatever shame, guilt, embarrassment that comes up. Mm-hmm. That's my stuff. That's not even. The, I have to do that before I can right. even before I can even stand with you in your right. pain. Right. I have, and your your job is not to stand with me in my guilt and shame and embarrassment. Yeah. That's not fair. It, well, it's tricky because, like, with what happened, the story that we're in the middle of right now, yeah. I injured you yeah. inadvertently. Yeah, yeah. And then your anger scared the crap out of me, and I felt injured. Yeah. Because I felt, you know, I felt misunderstood. Yeah. So it's like I think that it often does kind of there there are multiple injuries to attend to. And I guess yeah. maybe we have to triage. Yeah. And do one at a time. It's kind of hard to do both at the same time. So, right. you know, whoever is kind of has their feet on the ground maybe should be the the bigger person and and go stand with the other person. Yeah. Yeah. Until that gets sorted out. And this kind of goes bit. back to what we we're talking about. Yeah. It's like there's you, there's me, and then there's the relationship. Right. So it's like I need to stew in my own juices. I mm-hmm. need to feel like I'm a good person. I need to to stoke my own umbrage and oh, try and gain yeah. points on on the relationship. And those are all terrible dark needs, but I also need to feel safe. I need mm-hmm. to feel loved. I need to feel like I'm gonna be accepted no matter what I do. You know, all of those things are what I need. I'm guessing that you on the other side need a really similar list. Mm -hmm. And what the relationship needs is for someone. Yeah, someone to step up. Someone to step up. Um, And that means, you know, it's like, like I said, I have to take care of my own guilt and shame and embarrassment kind of privately Mm -hmm. as quickly as possible. Right. To be able to to do that apology with you and and to go, not to do the apology, that comes later, but to go and stand with you. Right. Sometimes, sometimes literally, like sometimes yeah. I have to go stand next to you. Right. Um, and, and be with your hurt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Should we take a little break? Let's take a little break. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everybody just, uh, stand with yourself for a moment. Yeah. And we'll be right back. And welcome back to the Rocket Feather Podcast. We are currently talking about apologies. And one of the things that we figured out while listening to the Unlocking Us podcast with Brene Brown and Harriet Lerner in 30 Second Chunks <laughs> uh, and, and you know, questioning what they were saying and putting it, you know, running it through our own filters what we kind of came to understand was that the apology isn't the beginning 
And it isn't the end, it's the middle of the process of, of, that, of that rebuild, reconnect, of rebuilding and reconnecting. Yeah. You know, and the first part is, is just kind of being with and understanding what happens with the other person and what happens with ourselves. Well, yeah. like Charles was saying, it's like, we've got, I have to do it. I have to figure out what I'm, what's going on with me before I can, cause I would, you know, when, when that happened with us the other day, you got mad at me. I was upset in myself, so I couldn't come be with you and your upset. Right. And then, so it takes figuring out our own upset before we can be with the other person and, you know, really not try to do anything other than understand where they're coming from yeah, and empathize. Yeah. And then somewhere in the middle, there's an apology. Right. And then there's what happens after the apology is the action that supports that apology. The the commitment, the commitment that shows that you really meant it. Yeah. And because we've all had hollow apologies, the commitment to growth, the commitment to, yeah. Yeah. And that, that you were paying attention and that you're working on doing things differently. And that leads us to our, our bullet points. Well, so, so, so just for an example, like what, what you and I committed to at the end of that uh, exchange <laughs> around the tablets and gift giving and all mm-hmm. of that was, um, well, partly it's doing this podcast and kind of exploring like right. how to be on the same page, how to be able to pivot. Um, we kind of debriefed the fact that uh because you had been thinking about something that I wasn't privy to, I got shocked about it because I had been thinking all this stuff about the financial stuff and haven't been, you know, as a dude and especially a dude who's about to be out of work, like mm-hmm. I want to, I want to just deal with it. I want to just have it fixed right? rather than be like, here's all the things I'm worrying about. Right. I don't want to burden you with that mm-hmm. because partly I don't want to burden you out of it, out of love. You but don't want to stress me out more than I already am. I don't want to stress and, you out. Yeah. And I, and I want to, I want to be the guy with a strong back who can mm-hmm. carry on, blah, 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 blah. you know? So, yeah. so we, we were, we had some stuff that was hidden from mm-hmm. one another so that we weren't on the same page. And then I was shocked by kind of your plan that was already in place. So we just talked about giving each other a little bit more time around these things and especially around finances. Right. You know, so it's like, I, you know, I buy stuff from the garden and sometimes I come home and be like, yeah, I bought this stuff from mm-hmm. the garden. Can I get, you know, anyway, we've, and yeah. we've, you know, we've got some tools in place for budgeting stuff and, but we, if we're going to go off budget, we need to, we need to open up about that. And we need to, when we're talking about presents and gifts and parents and family, we that's, know that's a sensitive area for both of us. Right. So yeah. giving, giving that more time and giving some time mm-hmm. to breathe and even just, you know, uh, not criticizing Kelly here, but both of us just like, can we present those ideas when we're not on the way out the door? Right. Yeah. No, I had fully, fully <laughs> cop to the fact that that was bullshit <laughs> because I hadn't, I, I knew I wanted to do it. I hadn't oh, been bringing yeah. it up because it made me uncomfortable because I knew that money, you know, we want to be good with our money and yeah. I had, had a discomfort around bringing it up. And so I put it off and put it off. And so I, I, that wasn't 
Yeah, that, yeah. there was some no, no dastardly intent, no, but just no. there. I it was kind of on purpose. Yeah, you know, it wasn't on purpose to you know make you feel bad. It was on purpose for me not Watch to sit this, in everybody. my discomfort. I'm stick it to Charles right now. Yeah, this is exactly. Be awesome. No, but that good. leads into the full my first bullet point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got you got four ideas about how to deal when it's when there's already a, a tension or a reaction or a or, right. a or a trigger it's like okay whoop okay all of the stuff that yeah. we said we were going to put in place uh we either didn't put in place or it wasn't enough uh or or this is a new thing or this right. is unexpected like oh my god my partner just blew yeah. up my partner's sulking my partner's angry something right. just went haywire so yeah what are those awesome four bullets to kind of keep in mind right and 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 I will stipulate from the beginning that this is a work in progress yeah. you know this is you know not something anybody is going to master from the get go it's about just mm-hmm. doing your best every time to increase a little bit more yeah and a little bit more your awareness and the ability to create space but the first one that when Charles got mad at me, I felt like, how could you not know how much I love our nieces and nephew, how much I care about doing something wonderful for them and, you know, how important that is to me. So I felt like he didn't assume good intent on my part. Yeah. And so that's the first thing, because if if you are on the same team. Yeah with your partner, your friend, your family, whoever. Yeah. Um, maybe everybody does not have good intent, but if you, if this is a person you know to have good intent toward you, do your best to assume good intent from the get-go. Even when things are tense, or maybe even, even, maybe even yeah, more importantly. Somebody says something tense. that sounds off. You know, that reaction was super fast. Mm-hmm. And we all have those super fast reactions. And the idea is, you know, and there's a lot of uh, study of meditation and stuff like that that slows down our reaction Mm -hmm. so that we can be mindful and create a gap between the trigger and our response. And so that is one way to kind of just try to, Sometimes that gap is the goal. I so is think, this is this bullet point number two, or are we still on number one? They're kind of they're kind of mixed. They're up? all mi- I think they all work together. Right. So, so number bullet number point one, one is assume good intent. Yep. And the goal is leads to bullet point number two: make some space. Yeah. So assuming good intent is one way to make a little bit of space. So in one way to do that is just in like between, okay, this is my beloved. She cares yeah. for me. Yeah, we're I feel the, this we're come on, up. We're on the same team. We're on the same yeah. team. We're on the Can same team. Can I remember team. when I get yeah. triggered and furious that this is not my enemy? Oh, oh, wow. Even when the adrenaline's coming. Yeah. Oh, man. And that's what I say. This is going to take time. Yeah. It's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. Wow, this is not my enemy. Yeah, okay, great. That's bullet point number that's one. Awesome. Assume good intent. Um, bullet point number two is just work on making space between that trigger and that response. Yeah. And between the reaction and the action. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, work on trying to slide a piece of paper in there. (laughs) That's huge. 
That's 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 an that's enough space to start with. That's a, exactly. It's Get just some daylight in there. Just a tiny crack in between. Yeah. And then just work on making it bigger. Yep. And the because the longer we have between the trigger and responding in that space, we can get curious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's number three, right? And that's number three is, is if you can get a little curious, make a little space, find out more. We might be wrong. Yeah. So, but you can find out more by asking a question. Yeah. Can you, what did you mean by that? Yeah. It's like, you can even stop for a moment and say, that didn't feel good inside me. Can you tell me more about what, you about what you just said? Oh yeah. 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 I wish I could have done that. Cause when you explained what you meant later by, well, we'll just have Mm -hmm. to draw them a picture. When a, when an artist like Kelly Robert says, well, we'll just have to draw them a picture. That means something different than what it right. meant, than what it meant right in my head. Like you explained there, like let's create some art for them. Let's find something in the house that we can give them. You know, let's. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're talking about giving something beautiful and wonderful, not just like drawing a line on a piece of paper and handing it to them like a like a preschooler coming right. home. Right. Like, oh, if I had been able to, like you said, it just like remember that I'm not that you're not my enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, slip a piece of paper in between my, mm-hmm. my, I had a strong reaction. Yeah, it was really strong. And if I could have slipped a piece of paper in there before my action of like being angry with you mm-hmm. and be like, I didn't say fuck you, but yeah, almost did. Um, and then ask, what do you mean? Hang on a second. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Hang on. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. And then that number three leads to number four of what's underneath Because what we found yeah. was that underneath your hurt, was this money fear and the family history and yeah. all of that under my <laughs> comment yeah. was my history of feeling like I can't, there's nothing I can give that's good enough. You know, that, that on a certain level, I kind of, it was my way of giving up and going, you know, I, I, I don't know what I could do, what I could give them, even if there's money yeah, that they really want and need. Yeah. And so that's my junk around giving and receiving, which yeah. is a huge thing that I'm trying to work on right now. Right. Um, so there was pain and resignation and frustration under my comment, which is yeah. probably why it sounded shitty to you. Yeah. 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 So, so if we do, if we don't, so we'll start, I mean, this this (laughs) is, this isn't a great way to start, right? We want to, we want to ski between the trees by looking between the trees instead of looking at the trees, but like to not do those four bullets, if we, then all we're doing is playing with what's above the surface. Right. All we're doing is playing with the, the crappy reactions between the two of us. Mm-hmm. All we're doing is dealing with the adrenaline and the cortisol and the bad assumptions and all that stuff. We're just yeah. dealing with that spiky piece of crap that's above, right. that's above the water. Mm-hmm. And if we can assume good intent, make the more space, ask for more info and look, then we can look at what's underneath and be like, Oh, we'll feel safe to look at what's underneath. Right. Right, right, right. Because it's hard when you feel attacked to to be vulnerable enough to share what's underneath. <laughs> I'm just laughing, like, yeah, of course, you, of course, we don't want to be vulnerable when we're when we're 
being in the middle of feeling attacked. Yeah. 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 And unfortunately it's like that, the stuff that's underneath is, is actually the stuff where you and I can connect. Absolutely. We connected as soon as we got the real stuff up out into the light of day. Yeah. All of that other stuff melted away. Right. The stuff on the surface is the stuff where the disagreement lies. Mm-hmm. The stuff that sticks above the waves is this is the are the money worries are the are the you know f- are you know our needs to look awesome in the eyes of our families. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that's the stuff that's underneath. But anyway, so it's like the stuff that's on the surface are the way that we just reacted to one another. Yeah. Are my thinking that you were being flip, you were thinking that I was being you know angry and and selfish. But underneath are the softer gentler feelings and needs that are universally human. Yeah, those human needs. That I want to be up. generous to my family. Well, yeah. I want to be generous to my family too. That was the, those yeah. two needs were exactly what we were sharing mm-hmm. that on the surface were causing conflict. They seemed when in conflict. Underneath, yeah. we were completely in alignment. Yeah. We were essentially the same person yep. underneath. Um, so, but as you said, like, in order to get down there where there are those shared values, those common goals, those human desires. And our that, history, our shared history our that shared proves history. itself. Yeah. That proves our commitment to each other. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that in a, in a moment we have forgotten. <laughs> in a moment we, we momentarily believed we were each other's enemy. Yeah. Oh God. When we are on the same team. We are on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. And then, how you know, then we were able to work our way back to the same page. Right. Right. Yeah. And they liked the tablets. Yeah. And then joyfully <laughs> give. Because the reason the tablets were a big deal to me is it's so rare to find something that I could actually give to my folks. Right. That they want and need. Right. You know, right. they, they, there's just very little that I can give to them right. that is helpful. And, and I finally thought of something and um, it's Steve's birthday in a couple of weeks and yeah. kind of blew off mother's day completely. And so yeah. it, it was, uh, it was something that felt like a solution and a solace to me, but yeah. I was scared to share yeah. what I wanted to do because of money worries and yeah. Yeah. And all of this whole podcast, all of this, all of this tension, all of this stuff came up like 300 bucks. Yeah. Not even, not even 300 bucks. Yeah. We would have spent more on therapy. I know. Right. (laughs) Dealing with this than what you actually spent on the tablet. So yeah, I'm really glad that they enjoyed the tablets and, and that we, you know, I know this will sound crazy to some people, but I'm glad that we had, the thing that we had. I'm glad that we had the little spat that we had partly because it's, it reveals a truth, which is that I'm stressed out about money and I've been covering it up. And what is it like for you to tell me that? I don't like it. You don't, you don't feel more like, no, well in the, the telling of it, I don't like it. If you ask me the question, what is it like for me to know that? What is it like for Kelly to know that I'm stressed out? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's a relief. Ah, good. <laughs> what is it like for me to tell you that? I don't Awful. like it. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Cause I just feel like, you know, it makes me just want to, to hug you and, and reassert how much we're on the same team and right. that we've, we're, we've got each other's back and that we're going to get through it together. Right. Right. Yeah. Last night I was, I was lurking while you were watching the last episode of the first season of Anna Green Gables and, you know, not too many spoilers, but you know, a main character there had made some major financial mistakes and he's just like wallowing in his shame about these mm-hmm. financial mistakes. I got kind of triggered. I shouted yeah. at the television. I'm like, F you in your shame. Uh- <laughs> like kind of in your kind of in your ear. And now I'm looking back and like, oh hmm. yeah, that was oh, about the TV who show. Am I, who am I? Yeah, right. Just strictly about the character on the yeah. television show. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's take another little break. And let uh, take another little quick break and just remember, assume good intent, make space before responding. Ask for more info and look for what's underneath and give yourself a break if you don't get it right, because it's going to take time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be right back with the Rocket Feather podcast. Welcome back, Rocketeers. Thank you so much for listening. We're talking about relationship tips for COVID times and the work we need to do to stay on the same page so we can stay as a solid team. Yeah. And in this case, we're, we're using the examples from, from the laboratory, the laboratory that is <laughs> Kelly and Mai's marriage. And, but we believe that these tips or, or tricks or techniques are useful in parenting relationships, in relationships with your older parents, uh, you know, even work relationships, yeah. which are really stressful because there's all the power, di- power dynamic in there. Mm-hmm. But um, say again, the, the four, when, when we're, when we're momentarily not feeling like we're on the same team, when there's something that's come up, that's fracturing. Right. When it's... there's a trigger that's come up, somebody's yelling, somebody's mad, somebody's tweaked. Yeah. If, if everybody, you know, whether you're the one getting angry or the one who accidentally stepped on the foot of the other person, um, try to assume good intent. Number one. And make space before you respond. Number two. Ask for more info. Number three. Then that's, you know, if somebody says something that is hurtful, if somebody, if you just bump into somebody and Mm -hmm. bruise them then maybe you don't need to ask for more info. But uh, either way, look for what's underneath. Well, look for what's underneath. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, you just, you just kind of diminished a little bit that ask for more info thing. You were like, well, maybe you just, you know, you just bump somebody in their bruise, but it's like, we don't even know. Right. It's like, Mm -hmm. I think staying curious all the time is. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like I remember, I think it was you. I like poked you on the leg and you went, Ah, this was some years ago. You had a bruise on your leg. Oh. <laughs> right? So it's like, wait, what? And I was like, well, wait, what? You know, so there was more info to be mm-hmm. had. Sure. Just under the surface, just under your jean leg. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah. You know, like, why did you, well, yeah, what, what, oh, did what happened just there? And it's like we always do in traffic, you know, if somebody's you know, zooming past and cutting in and whatever, like, well, maybe there's somebody on the way to the hospital. Right. Somebody's water just broke. Give them the benefit of the doubt. And even though they 
seem like being like they're being a jerk. Yeah. So a little bit of good news, because this because this can be really this can be really challenging. Because as you point sure. out, it's like this is this is when the cortisol, when the adrenaline mm-hmm. is high, when something's going wrong, and you know, for those of us who have any kind of attachment issues, which is like a hundred percent of, of us, the, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this can when when there's a breach in the team, mm-hmm. in maybe the most important team in your life, in my life. It can be really scary. Yeah. Our littles get totally scared when that happens. Yeah. 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 The parts of us that want to be in this relationship that have a bunch invested in this relationship. So some, you know, some good news is that this isn't necessarily mysterious. It's like the triggers, the, the, whatever I'm reacting to, whatever you're reacting to, those are almost a hundred percent going to be the same things I've been working on, you've been working on your entire life. It's like the stuff that I worked on 10 years in therapy is the same stuff that I get triggered about around Kelly. Like it, I would love to think that it went away. Yeah. You know, I would love to think that all the work I've done about like relaxing into my relationship with my family, that, that, that there would be no way that you could trigger me anymore, Mm -hmm. but that's not the case. So the, the list of like the, 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 the list of things that could be underneath, right? right? That, that, that could be that, that, uh, iceberg underneath it's the not surface. Infinite. It's not, it's like four things. Yeah. It's, it's the same the, things over and over the again. Same things over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have to go through a Rolodex. Right. To be like, oh, well that triggered me because let me see, is it number 98? Is it number 262? Right. No, it's You like don't one, have to two, go to a psychic. No, it's one, two, three, four, or maybe five. Yeah. Like there's not a lot underneath It's there. the same stuff. I'm not good enough. Uh, uh, I will always be alone. Uh, 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 people are frightened of me, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, whatever it is. Um, so that's the good news for those of you who've done any work and even just journaling, like maybe, maybe you never went to therapy, but like what triggered you when you were in high school with your high school girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, like what, what caused your last breakup? Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, or your last nine breakups, right? What was, what, what do you and your kid fight about all the time? It's all the same stuff, Mm -hmm. which is like, is good news because it keeps the, the, the design space kind of limited. You don't have to, you don't have to go crazy to try and figure out what's going on. And you know, it's kind of disappointing news as well It's just like, Oh God. Yeah. We don't change all that much. But, you know, we, it's incremental progress. And if, as long as you're moving in the right direction, yeah, you know, forgive yourself and, and keep at it. Right. It gets better. Right. And, you know, so the example of, you know, all of the work that Kelly and I have done to put these kind of four bullet points in place meant that Kelly was still able to get to Costco before they closed. Right. You know, <laughs> there was, there was only like an hour that she had to get there before mm-hmm. to get, to buy these tablets. And, and as she, you know, you said that you, uh, felt okay. You felt mm-hmm. like you were a uh, little shaky, little adrenalized, yeah. kind of having the post, the post adrenaline reaction, but you, uh, believe that we were going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And that was half an That's hour. That's huge that because was, yeah. that would have, I would have been upset for days. Yeah. You know, me of five or 10 years ago or whatever, yeah. I would have been upset for a very long time. Yeah. So with practice, we, you know, our reaction can lessen in intensity and kind of length. Right. And also because of the work that I've done, I was able to stick in there with you and work through it Yeah. instead of just, you know, 
dissolving into tears or running off or stomping off yeah. or whatever. Slamming the door. On we were able door. to work through it in real time in, in that moment instead yeah. of being mad for three days and then coming back and figuring it out. And I'm even thinking like you could have said fine and gone out the door mm-hmm. and gone to Costco and not bought the tablets mm-hmm. and kind of like a passive aggressive Mm-hmm. And then it would have been all your fault and I would have held it over your head for nine years. Yeah. So you would have won. And In you quotation could, marks. You, yeah. You can even make up that it would be bad, you know, that was the right thing to do for the relationship because mm-hmm. I was worried about money. But yeah, that would mm-hmm. have been the, that would have been the wrong thing to do from that place. Like if we right. got, if we'd gotten to that place together, like, you know what? You're right. We really, right. really can't afford this right now. Or we'll put it mm-hmm. off till next week when the next paycheck comes through or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, we can, with a little bit of work, reduce the intensity, reduce the amount of time where we're not on the same page so that we can strengthen, just continue to strengthen the team. And that's really important. Like I said, at the beginning, like COVID is messing with relationships. It's It's, hard. Everything's going to come up and it's just going to come up anyway in life. It's just even extra more stressful and pressure cooker times right now. Yeah. But it's not like if we could go out and do things and whatever, it's still going to come up. Sure. Absolutely. So Absolutely. all of these are, are good skills to be working on. We got extra extra opportunities to work if on them. only I could make $150,000 a year speaking, we would never fight. Yeah. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. The second thing. The first thing's going to happen, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we can, we can reduce the intensity. We can uh, expand that little bit of time between the incident and and the reaction between the action. And really it's between the, like, it's not so much being able to put a piece of paper in between the trigger and my reaction. Cause my reaction mm-hmm. is because it was it's, ba- it's based on that mm-hmm. stuff that's underneath the surface. It's based yeah. on the same stuff I've been dealing with for 10 or 15 years in therapy. It's lightning inside. It's lightning inside. So my job is to not, my, my reaction is to notice my reaction, my trigger, mm-hmm. my my flush, my adrenaline coming up, and then try and act from a slightly different place. Yeah. From a place that's just a little off to one side. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's Charles over there having a reaction like he does. Mm-hmm. That's what Charles does. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm over here, whoever the other I am, mm-hmm. Charles Prime. <laughs> you know, like, okay, I'm noticing the reaction, and I'm going to act from an aware place. I'm like, okay, that's, I don't even quite yet have time to figure out what is under the surface. I can be curious about my own reaction. So I'm kind of doing the, oh, the four bullet points on myself. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Like, Both people need to be having, ideally. Take, taking a breath, being curious, like, wow, why did I just say that? Yeah. And this is tricky because one of the things that's, that has gotten a little bit baked into our culture and I'm partly responsible having been a team building leadership person in the eighties has been this like focus on the validity of emotions. Mm -hmm. Emotions are absolutely valid, but they're not the whole story. Right. And some of what comes up is like, I have a right to be angry. I have a right to be pissed off. I have a right to be scared. It's like, well, you are scared and Mm -hmm. that makes sense. You are angry and that makes sense. You don't, I don't have a right to react from that place. 
Yeah, to spray it all over to other spray people. Spray it all over the place, and I think yeah. it comes from because we don't get validated as kids. We, right. You know, it's like so we're we just get really defended around our emotions, mm-hmm. and so instead of them just being information, right, they're like an inalienable mm-hmm. human right to be in umbrage or to be right. in hurt or to and everybody needs to know about it. Right. Everybody needs right. to tread differently around me because of it, and right. I, you know, it's like if we if 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 every kid had been raised. In such a way, they're like, yeah, it sounds like you're really angry right now, my little three-year-old kid. Sounds like you're really having a tough time. What do you want to do about it? Yeah. I'd like to believe that we could all grow up to be just like, yeah, I'm, I'm really having a tough time right now. Yeah. And I'm going to go I'm gonna go do something about it, and then I'll be back, and we'll be back on the same team. Yeah. Whatever. I'm kind of wandering around, but um, it's, you, can, you can tell that it's one of my pet peeves, this sort of yes, like, absolutely. this sort of like over- it's so funny because I do a whole TEDx talk on like validating place and how right. important validating is, but it, there's something. I guess there's it's, a different. It's an entitlement. It's privi- yeah. Entitlement. Thank you. Yeah. Like privileging emotions mm-hmm. um, a little bit too much. They are just information. Yeah. yeah. They can feel incredibly powerful. Right. And they might be really important information. Like I, t- I used to tell boys that I was working with. I'm glad you're mad. Mm-hmm. That tells me that you care about something. Right. Awesome. Yeah, you're alive and kicking. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, you know, can I stand off to one side of myself a little bit and be curious? Like, oh yeah, there's the, oh yeah, it's about family. (laughs) Been through this one before. Yep. Oh, it's about money. Okay. All right. Great. Oh, it's about self-worth. Um, can I stand off to one side and, you know, with some loving attention, like dig down to myself, what is under, what is my iceberg? And that can give me some space to be like, well, I wonder what's going on for Kelly. Right. Because you're really good at doing that. Really good at doing. At at even even when you're upset, you are able to get to that place relatively quickly. In in myself. Yes. That you're able to. Well, like I said, it's the the same stuff every time. So it's just like, oh yeah, okay, it's button number two. But you've done a lot of work on that, and you've done a lot of practicing, and yeah, and I really I really like. Uh, having that slightly detached view of my own emotions, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of they call it the observing ego that people spend a lot of time in meditation trying to develop. Um, I like not being a slave to my emotions. I like not overprivileging them. Yeah. I like feeling them. Right. I like noticing them. I like the information that they give me. I feel more powerful and informed uh, and more human. Mm-hmm. Um knowing that I can be, you know, full of grief, full of anger, full of joy, uh, full of love and be like, okay, well, that's, uh, that'll pass at some point. Right. Of course you're feeling love right now. And, you know, later you'll feel something else. So I like having that little bit of attachment. I feel more powerful. Yeah. Um, which I think is probably counterintuitive, right? It's like, it's detaching a little bit from the power of emotions and somehow that makes me feel more more powerful and it's kind of safer and more kind of mm-hmm. in control. So yeah, I've, I've, it, it was a trade-off initially, right? It was a trade-off to let go of my, to let go of being attached to my anger, right, right, to let right. go even of being attached to my joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that felt a little scary, but mm-hmm. then I discovered this, this observing ego, this sort of calmer, um, more connected and 
and it actually made me more capable of greater amounts of those emotions. I'm mm-hmm. capable of more joy. I'm capable of more grief. Mm-hmm. I am capable of more anger, but I, d- I don't react from it often. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, you know, it, it, again, I feel, I keep talking about this all the time. It's just like, it feels like stepping from one kind of ice flow kind of actually onto dry land. Mm-hmm. Like I liked being on the ice flow, right. You know, I uh-huh. liked, I liked to, being attached to my anger. I liked being attached to oh, my white yeah. male privilege. I liked, you know, that without all made a lot of sense. And to step from that ice flow, I didn't know necessarily that that was solid ground over there. But now that I'm over there, I'm like, Oh, this is nice. Oh, this doesn't float around. Yeah. Oh, this doesn't slip and slide. Oh, this isn't precarious, but I had to make that step. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, kind of part of my, what I feel like my, my gift and challenges in the world is like try and make it more possible for more people to be like, okay, come on, come on over here. There's yeah, so, I swear, awesome I swear here. it's yeah. solid. I swear. I know you can't tell. Anyway, I digress a lot. I'm wandering all over the place. So one of the things that, that this work does in those four bullet points you, we talked about earlier, like it gets to the shared human values and the shared relationship place. It's like, Oh, you are like me. I'm like you. We are both Mm -hmm. safe in this place of wanting to do right by our families of wanting to be able to be generous of wanting to be lovely in the world. Oh, you, Oh, we're not fractured. Yeah. We are exactly on the same team. We're not enemies. We are not enemies. Oh, my heart is your heart. Your heart is my heart. Oh, Oh, all I needed to do was shut up for a little bit and get curious <laughs> to get here. I, it's, I I make light of it, but it's, it does yeah. it does take work. But it's like that's what's that's what's yeah. underneath. Yeah, being willing to ignore the stuff on the surface that seems so electric and so important. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're being mean here. I'm being mean. You know, you're yeah. wrong. I'm wrong. I'm better than you. You know, and to just be like, oh no, no, this is the juicy stuff down mm-hmm. here. Yeah. This is where it's at. And you know, our listeners, our audience can't see this, but we're both a little teary eyed right yeah, now. Totally. Just talking about this place of connection mm-hmm. and, and uh, vulnerability and softness and melding. And that's the place from which we can do great stuff. Yeah. We can't give to the world and to one another from like, oh, gosh, no. No. Uh, The world's got enough of that already. That's an official diagnosis in in the DSM 5, that (laughs) place. (laughs) So, yeah. And so we, you know, then we can, you know, it's, it's got this positive spiral, right? It's this positive feedback loop. The more I experience that, and like I said, it's like, I'm glad we had that little spat right. because it throws into contrast and actually gives us access to that place. Most of the time, we're just doing stuff. Right. We're just, you're going to Costco. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about how, like, you going to Costco is this place where we are joined together. Right. Where we are share our common yeah. humanity in wanting cheap bulk goods. Yeah. Um, you know, that's not what comes up. But when we have that... That mur, 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 then we get to that place yeah. of softness and belonging and togetherness. And it gives us a better um, sort of procedural approach to our lives too. It makes our, it makes our, how we do our life together better. Cause it's like, yeah. Oh yeah, we need to talk about expenditures and we need yeah. to talk about it before it's going to happen. And, yeah. and if it has anything to do with to family, do... we got to, <laughs> 
Yeah, we know birthdays happen in June and July, yeah. and yeah. we know when the other birthdays happen, and we know when Christmas happens, and we know, you know, it's like we need to spend some time figuring out what we're going to do ahead of time so we don't go into that, oh, we already missed a birthday and we feel like crap, and, yeah. you know, then we get all triggered by our stuff, and, yeah, yeah we, we know these things are going to happen, so... Yeah. As my bumper sticker used to say, yeah. Oh no, oh, no, not, not another, another learning, learning experience. Oh, experience, experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, great. We're gonna take another little pause and then come right back to wrap up. I feel so much better now. I don't know about you all, but uh, thanks for sitting in on on our therapy session. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I hope you feel encouraged and inspired to get back in there with your beloveds and try some of these su suggestions that we have uh, sifted from the detritus of our our time. So now our laboratory is like an archaeological dig. Well, yeah, We're sifting, I'm, a, I'm, sifting I'm, out I, the gold coins yeah. from the dirt. Yeah, I lo I love a mixed metaphor. <laughs> Uh, but with all the stress and proximity of living in these pandemic times, uh, the good news is that we have ample opportunity to practice. Yeah. So do your best, forgive yourself, forgive each other. It gets better. Yeah. Thanks so much for spending time with us today. We hope you are staying safe and finding ways to feel connected and purposeful. This podcast really does that for us. So know that we appreciate you showing up to hang out with us. So it's much, huge. so much. Yeah, so much appreciation. Mm -hmm. Just real quick, what's coming up? We're really excited in the next couple of weeks to share the results of a photo shoot. Blushing Cactus Photography, Tracy Fultz and Jeremiah Schiffer. Tracy Fultz Sheffer, they got oh, married since, yes. since we interviewed them. They were She's podcast guests. Yeah, they were podcast guests way back when. And they are brilliant, brilliant self-taught photographers. They're out shooting the Prescott Rodeo right now. And they spent a morning with us shooting us in the studio, outside. All around. Dancing, making coffee. Playing cards. <laughs> playing cards. Yeah. And we're really excited to share those photos. I can't wait to see them. Yeah, they're going to be brilliant. And the other thing we're excited about is the episode two of the Prescott Woman podcast is coming out this time next month. And that's something that we're producing together. This coming episode is going to be with Joe Howard. Howard and Marty Reed from the Prescott Unified School District. Prescott Unified School District, for those who don't know, is celebrating its 150th. 150th anniversary. It was. It must have been one of the first institutions. It was like a one-room schoolhouse or something. Yeah, yeah. So we're uh, we're helping them celebrate. We are big believers in community institutions. I know that's not exactly a completely shared value uh, in our in our community and country right now. But we believe in institutions. We believe in public schooling. We've done all kinds of activities and and. Uh, shared partnership stuff with with uh, POSD. We're excited to have a conversation with them about mm -hmm. what's happening, how schooling is changing. Yeah, because it's uh, they're up against some real real changes. Yep. With the pandemic and everything, but yep. maybe it's time. Maybe it was time for stuff to change. I think so. Well, we're yeah. gonna find out. Yeah, for sure. 
And continue to follow us on Instagram at RocketFeather1. We are increasing kind of the amount of love and truth and beauty that we're sending out via our social media channels. And we'd love to hear what you think about what we're putting out there. Please interact with it as much as you like. And join us in the Rocket Feather Community Lab, our Facebook group, to continue the conversation. A lot of our former guests, previous not former guests, our previous guests, yes, are in the are in the lab, and and uh, we do some behind the scenes uh, photographs there, and mm-hmm. and behind the scenes thoughts, and it's actually where we work out some of the ideas that we then further work out in the podcast. So go check that out. Yeah, and if you've got ideas for for podcast topics we want to hear them and ideas for guests we want to hear them absolutely and be sure to nominate someone you see who's working for love or justice or just needs some support Mm -hmm. to receive the zokni the the emotional support sock monsters that kelly makes we are we just got uh, our third one is going in the mail tomorrow Tomorrow. ronnie's going off to to colorado to colorado with suzanne so nominate your your bestie somebody who's been good to you a frontline worker whoever it is and just put the comments in the in social media and we'll drew the drawing on and we'll do the drawing on saturday Yeah. yeah it was fun yeah It is now safe to unstrap and leave the rocket. Until next time, this is Charles Matthews. And Kelly Robert wishing you a courageous journey into deeper connection. We love you. Awesome sauce.